coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Paddy's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Playbook. Origin 1 Review plus Round 14 Preview and Betting Show. I'm down in the dumps, not feeling well, and I feel even worse after a famous historic Queensland win last night. Lucky I'm with my right-hand man, Christian. He can guide the ship home, guide us through here. How are you, bro? How are you feeling after last night? I'm not surprised, unfortunately. I'm not surprised, mate. Um, shame to hear you've got the uh, big C. Yeah. And, um, yeah, mate, it doesn't help when we cop the big L there either. So, yeah, unfortunately, we paid the price for picking some pretty suspect players, um, out-of-form players. And some interesting sort of positional choices as well, I thought. Um, yeah, mate, I'm looking forward to this one because I've got a lot to sort of unravel with you, and um, including our, our last drink segment. So let's get stuck in. Massive show. As you said, last drinks at the end. Dissect Origin 1, our weekly news, and we're back with Top Sport for our weekly tips, betting players. <laughs> Best bet of the week. Tune in. So, yep. The big one, Origin 1, Queensland 16, defeat New South Wales 10. What did you think of the game, mate? It was fast-flowing, as Origin is, tough, physical, back and forth. Did you like the – we won't focus on either team yet, but did you like the quality of the game and how it was just officiated and played, just the, the intensity, what it was all about? Why can't every game be officiated like that? It was perfect. Like, it was free-flowing. You know, you've got to – you know oversight a few things i thought at times the ruck was a little bit slow both teams even you know for how quick the game was you know a lot of the time you know the defensive side was allowed to sort of lay over the ruck a little bit that's going for both sides um you know plenty of standouts in both teams which we'll go into um yeah klein i thought did a really really good job um uh, there was obviously a few dubious calls there you know, the holding in the um the scrum, which I didn't think there was much in it. I actually have to shout out to the video referee, Grant Atkins, as well, on that uh, captain's challenge with the head high call. That was sort of really <laughs> blunt. I liked it. It was the right call. Um, Cherry Evans being a bit of a bloody sook there, I thought. I don't know what he expected from that. But, yeah, mate, full credit to uh, Queensland on this one. I'm not really sulking about it. I think we got what we deserve. Yeah, I love that, mate. I think we have to give our full credit in respects to Queensland, we start with them. You can break it down player for player, but for me, I think they just came with the right game plan. They were switched on. Slater had them all revved up, obviously, and they just stuck to it. I thought our forwards were out-muscled. They played pretty direct through the middle, and I thought their, their bench was exceptional. Your Paddy Carrigans, Cotter in the middle, just unbelievable. Oh, yeah, mate. Like, it's just the price you, you get for picking informed players. Um, I mean, Cotter, 51 tackles, I think it was. You know, he didn't really sort of leave a mark on the game, but he just was always there. You know, like, are we we going to... I thought DCE wound back the clock 
big time. He took on the line a lot, which mm. he hadn't really been doing much in club footy. Sort of led from the front, took that captain role under his wing. Um, Carrigan off the bench, like you said, that bench was phenomenal. Carrigan was scary. That was a, a standout performance from him. And yeah, I just, I, I keep on saying it. I just, I, I think it's left New South Wales with a lot of questions to answer. Um, I'm sort of left this fellow the last, but this was, the writing was on the wall with money, wasn't it? He was all, this was always going to happen. That run where he just, you know, skipped across field, picked his hole, absolutely tore us to shreds. Um, you just saw it happening. He was just ready for it. Um, saw a funny uh, article from uh, the Batuta saying that Queensland are already demanding he doesn't touch a schooner again. Um, <laughs> but yeah. He uh, absolutely turned one on. And I, I honestly think he's probably the best player in the comp at the moment. And that just, that performance, you know, personified why. But, you know, we can talk about Queensland a lot, but I don't think that's where the chat is. Um, I thought Cobbo, he just lastly, I thought, you know, there was a lot of hype around Cobbo. I didn't think he was all that great. I thought Valentine Holmes put in some one big 1% efforts there that, um, you know, cleaning up that grubber that was put through from Teddy to clear, he probably kept him in the game. Yeah. Um, well, kept New South Wales out, out of the game. But yeah, I don't think that's really where the chat's at with Queensland. Um, Slater picked the right team and got, got what he deserved. It's New South Wales that we really need to sort of pull apart here, mate. And I don't know, like it's... um. Where there was a few standout players, there were some really, really bad ones well, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, on a yeah, hold for Queensland, just wrapping it up. Coates goes out. They're down to 16 men. Then Nanai goes down and we think, oh, fuck, he's gone for the game. But he comes back on. Essentially, they're down to 15 players. And they were shifting around. Capo was going out to the centers. Cotter played on the edge for a bit in the middle. Like, it was just, as you said, just Queensland to a T. And it's, mm. it's, we'll get to the Blues in a sec. It's that, I'm sure we're about to have this conversation, the whole selection, obviously, loyalty in form. Queensland, Maybe it's not they get origin better. Maybe they do get origin better, but they pick, they stick. The guys that have done a job before, a role before, they deliver. And DCE said it after the game. He goes, all the blokes that put on that jersey last year when we got humiliated, we got flogged. We all wanted to step up personally and as a team and prove something. They had that hunger on the back. And yeah, it's just, you got to give full credit where it's due, obviously. And um, Well, I, I think that's almost the perfect sort of forward for opening up our New South Wales chat because it's it's the complete opposite and I don't understand like look okay look we can we can make a couple of excuses we don't have arguably you know the best player you know in the game at the moment with Turbo out you know we lose Luttrell that's our centre's pairing look that's probably as far as the excuses go but yeah mate it's just you, you hear Cherry say that and they you know regardless of the result they stuck by that core group of players and Fitler for some reason is decided that it's a good idea to leave some players out and um, introduce new ones that, I mean, really just didn't, didn't do a role. So, yeah, mate, I'm, I'm happy for you to lead this little segment, but I, I've definitely got some things I need to say about that. Okay. I don't know where we break it down. I think, okay, I said at the start of the show, I think the Queensland pack dominated ours. I thought their bench came on, played a role, way better than ours, more injection, more spark, did their role. I think as Penrith fans, we have to touch base on the halves straight away. Cleary, I don't think he had obviously his best game. I think his kicking game was poor, but we put credit to, it reminded me of the 2020 grand final against Melbourne when we lost. They 
the amount of pressure Cleary had last night, they were at him. Every single kick was pressure. And I thought Luai was decent in some touches, obviously two try assists. That last one to our boy, Cam Murray, we love that. Early appeal to Jackie Boy, try time, we love that. But I thought Luai had to just kind of read the game a bit earlier, maybe after 15, 20 minutes, just Cleary, I'm here. Just zinging out the back to me, I'll take a few kicks. Let, let you know, ease some pressure off him. So I thought Queensland had the game plan. They, they stuck to that. Too much pressure on Cleary. He struggled. Let's just let's just say his kicking game struggled. How do you how do you unpack that? Do you agree? Do you think? Yeah, look, I, I don't want to be too hard on Cleary because I think he ran for like third most meters overall. That's um, where I wanted to go next. Yeah, I, I, you know, to a degree. Yeah, look, his kicking game I thought was poor. It was very one dimensional. Um, there was a couple of kicks there, like gave away the seven tackle set when we had some pretty good pressure. A lot of the times I just thought, like, we looked very frantic and we had no plan B. You know, like you said, Luai probably need to step up there. There was a couple of times too where it looked like he was going to do, you know, his trademark, take it to the line, drop it on the toe, and it never happened and just overplaying the hand a little bit. Um, and it was credit, again, like it's just credit to Queensland's defence there. Look, I thought maybe there was a couple of times there where they were probably pushing that 10-metre line a, a fair bit. Munster in particular. Oh, there was yeah. a couple of times there where he was really sort of, you know, we'll call a spade a spade. I think he was offside. But, you know, it's that's water under the bridge, really. That's not going to make any difference. But, um, yeah, look, I'm not going to point the blame at our halves. I know it seems... Like I, I, I think on across social media there have been they have been popping a bit of a pizzling, but I don't think that's where the issues lie. I think um, our bench was poor again. It's just comes down to selections. I thought Teddy was amazing. Um, my Courageous. three best players, New South Wales, were Jackie Boy from the front, which you know he had a point to prove. He had some big hits in defence, ran the ball hard, and like we've always said, even in our weekly bets, you know. Jackie Boy tucks that fucking ball under his arm and actually, you know, takes the line on. He's very hard to stop. It's a very, very easy game when you're Jack White. Martin was sensational, I thought. And, and yeah, led by the, you know, it was a real captain's knock from Teddy. He, he, when, the, when the chips were down, he, he started popping up as much as he could. He looked um, rat shit by the end of the game. But let's, let's sort of dive into the issues. Now, Tarek Sims, I'll start with him. If we're given ratings out of 10, you'd say that he probably wouldn't even get a five. Stags, poor, comes off injured, minimal touches. You know, very much like his Broncos games have been. Obviously picked him for the upside, but Mm. that upside never came. Um, Paulo, horrible ball playing. Fuck, bro. That, oh. Okay. I need to ask you this. Was this direction from above from Freddie? I want you to get on 20, 25 minutes. Whenever he came to the game, I want you to draw in, go to the line and play out the back because it reminded me of the Parramatta Eels. And I think New South Wales played too laterally, but his first few touches were, he was trying to ball play and they were hit the ground. The first few passes. Yeah. Tuck it under the wing. We need to earn the right. We need to build that advantage. Get on the advantage line, quick play the balls. We'll eventually get them. New South Wales, when they play origin, their attack is based through the middle third, up the guts, fast play the balls, Teddy off the back of that. Luai, our strike centers, et cetera. I didn't understand that. I thought he was really poor. There was a lot of, I agree. It's, an, it's interesting that you, you drew comparisons there to, to the Eels because it, it was very, very lateral, particularly when you've got two halves that don't play that game at club level. Everyone knows Penrith will beat you through the middle 
and right run off the back of that. That's how Penrith play. I don't know why you wouldn't stick to that. The halves know the game plan. You've got Yo there, the link man. I 100% agree. And then all of a sudden, I guess I guess maybe the plan was to, to get Stags that early ball, but he's going to get plenty of space if you've got the momentum through the middle. I thought we, we probably brought Murray on too late as well. The game was, you know, early on there when we were ahead. <clears throat> It's probably crying out for Murray to come on and start to get that roll on that you speak about. We just lacked it. We just were too lateral. Um, and yeah, mate, I think that was a, that, that's a, probably a good call there. Madison came, he's a weird one, mate. Madison came on. I get he's a bit in form, but he's only realistically played half a dozen good games. And that's over the past sort of two years that he's played half a dozen good games. What earns, why does he get a run over, over um, Jakey Trebojevic? I don't understand that. That's a, and he comes on and he doesn't really give us anything. Um, That's the thing, that selection. I, sorry to butt in. I just yeah. don't, like, we, I wasn't a big fan, but I thought he was okay last night. Like, 26 from 27 tackles. He came on, ran the ball 10 times for 77 metres. But it's not really his game. Like, he was pretty much just in the middle, was plugged in. Like, we saw, mm. I think he had tried one offload early on. It's just not really his game. I didn't really understand where it was going with that. Well, the thing is, too, like, when Yo came off for that middle third of the game, um. I just thought, well, this is where you could have easily injected a Jake Trebojevic. You still could have kept, because Murray was doing sensational out wide. I was, I'll pull on my sword there. Look, I still think his role is in the middle, and I always think Cam Murray's a middle player. But I'll tell you what, he did, he did his job out wide there, scored a try. That was, you know, he's a class above Murray. So, you know, no surprises there. But I just thought, you know, there was plenty of times there where I think Jake Trebojevic could have came on and really did a role. He could have done that Paulo ball playing role that he did so poorly. You know, he could have been that link man when Yo came off. Yeah. Like you said, Madison just, yeah, look, he didn't do anything wrong either, but he just mm. didn't, you know, it's origin, mate. It's, it's, you've got to offer more than that. I just want to quickly butt in as well. Sorry. Parramatta fans that they're at my neck at the moment. They're on my back. They're at me. I, I just want to make this clear. This is not me having a go at the, the club or whatnot. I just thought, Junior Borlo, he was named a starter, came off the bench. I just thought him, his job was to come on, provide some just spark, X factor, play direct, bend the line, and five runs for 33 meters. I, I'm not here having a crack at him. It, was, could have been the, it could have been direction from above, as I said, from Freddie. I want you to come on a ball play, but I just thought five runs, 33 meters, big boy in the middle. I just think our bench got pounded. Agree. I mean, like the, the stats don't lie, do they? And we're not saying that he shouldn't be there either. He's, Paulo should 100% be there. Definitely. You know, he's one of the premier front rowers in the game. It's nothing to do with that. But yeah, mate, tuck the ball under and run hard and let the, let the likes of Cleary and Luai, you know, run havoc off the back of you, mate. Couldn't agree more with that. That sort of leads me into now my next thing. Like when things, when the chips were down, bring on Crichton. Now... It just it, it gave us nothing, unfortunately. Like he gave us nothing. It's not his job. It's not his job, even in our Penrith team. I just can't help but think you bring on the, the likes of Hines there, and it's just another guy who creates something. You called you know, it. Yeah, during the week you uh, called it. It's just it look it just looked clunky, and then you know the only reason Cron came on in in his centre <clears throat> position was because Stags was injured. I think. If there's a, there's one thing that I that I reckon could sort of restore the um, what's the word I'm looking for the, I guess the the equality of the team would be, let's start with I think Jackie Boy's 100% back in the centres. I'd like to see Crichton starting, um, 
on the edge with Martin, Toto and Luai. And let's get Hines coming in 14, giving us some some extra spark when we need it. Jakey Trebojevic is in for either Madison or Sims for me. I wouldn't be angry if Madison started. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be angry at all. I don't think Sims did anything last night. He just didn't impress me. I actually noticed Madison more than Sims. Could be wrong, just the way I saw it. But yeah, I think Jake Trebojevic in for me um, with Hines. Stags is obviously out. He just gave us nothing. Tupo did a great job, might I add. Yeah. Tupo and Toto were actually quite good. Tupo made some runs hard late in that game. Some hard, hard run. 209 um, metres with the ball, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was a bit dubious of that. I thought the Fox should have been called in, but Tupo stood up. And we've, we've, we've touched on that before. He's a premier winger, mate. Always has been for a very, very long time. Rarely gets injured. Scores plenty of tries. So, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, and we're going to touch on a, a similar sort of subject in, in our last drinks, mate. But unfortunately, um, Queensland just, yeah, they, they had the benefit of form in this one. And hopefully we can do a bit better next, next uh, in game two. Yep. Um, we talked about Teddy, Captain Courageous, 291 metres. Is it fair to say he was the only one looking likely in regards to peel in the hand? trying to create something out of nothing. Like he was that just on the ball in the middle of the ruck. Like last year we had Turbo, we had Trell. He was kind of, well, they were our best three players last year. Turbo, Trell, Teddy. Is it fair to say he was kind of the only one looked dubious towards the end, just trying to sniff around half, half chances, half, you know, half breaks. We didn't really have that yeah. X factor. Yeah. I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind what was happening when Luai got the ball in his hand either. Um, yeah. Yep. Our boys, this is what I'm saying. Like it's so easy to bag out Cleary and the why, but they were you can't you can't say that they weren't trying. I don't think you can. They were both trying to take on the line, both getting involved as much as they could. Yeah, Teddy, probably the most likely around the center there. You know, you could argue that if a few bounces of the ball went our way, it could have been a different story last night. But yeah, those one percenters from Queensland, they're always so big on them, aren't they? And Yep. Valentine Holmes, particularly with that grubber late on, tell you what, hat off to him because that's a real origin play, that one. 100%. Mate, I've got two more points before we can move on or discuss anything else. I just want to make it clear, when I started this podcast, I have promised to be unbiased. So I understand everyone that's hammering Cleary. I think he didn't have a good game. That's fair enough. And obviously, he's the number seven. He got brought into the team for his kicking game. He's got the best kicking game in the, the competition, full stop, in my opinion. Um, but as you said, mate, it's not like he didn't try. 21 runs of the football, 135 metres. He tried his guts out. The middle got bent back. The pressure on him kicking was just ridiculous. Hats off to Queensland. And we just didn't have it last night. So His, his kicking choices, like I'll be a bit critical of him. His kicking choices were also very one-dimensional. Like they were end over end. That none, there was no floaters, no sort of, you know, like trick plays that you see from him so often like I just they were end up there yeah, it was just very boring from him I don't know what really happened there I liked it when he took on the line I liked it when Luai took on the line too so yeah I mean we're not saying that Cleary was fucking perfect mate but I don't think that's where the blame lies I honestly it, you know what if I had to pick a pick blame here it's probably through Fitler I just don't think he's he, did, he got his choices wrong mate he just got his choices wrong that's it yep no that's fair mate my last point or question for you we obviously haven't talked for this podcast. We just want to let it rip off the calf, bounce off each other. Christian, is there 
we're obviously we might talk about selections for game two. Christian, is there any chance game two we see Api Corusau? In what role? Starting nine? Starting or- nine, mate. Starting nine. I love Cookie. Got through a mountain of work. Obviously, I'm not blaming it on anyone. I didn't think he had a bad game, like a terrible game, but I didn't think he was up to scratch. Like his standards, he'd be a bit disappointed in himself. I'm just, yeah. Is there a chance we see Appy? I, I think there's every chance. I mean, Jesus Christ, our team doesn't need more fucking players out. But <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's dying on us, people. Quick, get the defib out. He's fucking dying. Um, again, we're just bringing that Penrith connection into into it even more, aren't we? Um, so don't dis- dislike that call at all. Um, I didn't think Cook did anything wrong. I think Neither. Cook could easily be there. And I do think we, at times, we probably should adopt more of that Queensland mentality. Cook's been there for, for bulk of the games in the past and he's never really been the one to let us down. Yeah. So, yeah, mate. I just want to make it clear to the listeners, I'm not that I'm pushing this narrative or anything, I agree with it. I love Cookie. Last night, 54 tackles, didn't miss one, had a line break assist. I just wanted to get your opinion on that because we know these outrageous opinions are going to start getting thrown around the league for um, game two, obviously, for our blue side. So, yeah. Yeah. Any last comments on the game? You, we enjoyed it, obviously. Queensland too good. Any other players or actually, it, you go. Yeah, go. So the next game is in Perth. Correct. Twenty sixth of yeah. June. Yeah. Now, to my knowledge, the Trell's been ruled out of Origin two, but he'd be every chance for Origin three, surely. That's what I so, my understanding is. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, learn from this one. Sharpen a few things up. Win at, win at Perth and we get Latrell back from Origin 3. It's a big, big, big boost. Obviously, you know, fucking Captain Obvious shit, but, you know, yeah, we have to win the next one. But I do think that if, you know, we get to game three, I know it's at Suncorp, but um, Latrell back for us is probably a game changer. We did only lose by six. Just, yeah, that's going forward what I'm sort of thinking and how I'm sort of thinking. I thought the exact same thing last night. Just, yeah, yeah you've got, you got to try and be positive and look to the future, obviously. And I just thought, we take care of business in, in Perth. We've been there before, won there before. The, everyone's, you know, everyone's blowing up or we didn't play that good. Certain players need to be dropped, da-da-da. These guys aren't big game players. Monster turn on its head, da-da-da. Imagine the narratives, mate, and the legacies that could be built with some of these young New South Wales halves or players or Teddy, he's been there for that many years, the captain now, Captain Courageous, going up to Suncorp Stadium, decider, winning on the road. Like, we haven't done that in, off the top of my dome, I don't have it here, unfortunately, what year, what year we've last won a decider up there. Imagine that. Like, we want to think positive, going up there, if we can force game three and fucking doing it. Imagine, li- oh, that, that gives me goosebumps. It pumps me right up. I just want to know what the likes of Cleary and Luai have to do for fucking people to understand that they're the right people for the job. Like they're premiership winners. Like yeah, the it's... team's four points clear of, of Melbourne. Like who do you want to put in there? Mitch Moses. Fucking please. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He but couldn't I... even get it done in a dead rubber with nothing on the line. <laughs> Don't get me fired up, bro. I was blind. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. you want to talk about chokers. Talk about that. I, I don't know the Parramatta supporters are on on your case, mate, but, like, come on. Let's call a spade a spade, like, dead set. 
Fucking let's pick Jacob Arthur while we're at it. Hey, fucking let's give him a run. <laughs> oh no, but his dad's not the coach. It's fucking Fitler. That's right. Jesus. My last comment for this blue side is all I know is two years ago, I think when we lost game one, was it two years? Anyway, I remember game two, there was ANZ Stadium back there and Cleary arguably was one of the best kicking games I've seen in origin. He kicked them to death. We got the dub and yeah, I'm just, I'm excited for the rest of the series. Backs against the wall. We've got no other choice to do it the hard way now. Let's see if we can zip some people's yeah. mouths up, eh? Yeah, I agree, mate. I, I think we'll leave it at that. Love it. Okay. News around the league. The coaching carousel continues. We talked about it last week, mate. The reports were there. Madge Maguire sacked from the Tigers. I said this exact same thing last week. I don't have any energy to discuss this topic. It's what's, what's done is done now. Not that I feel sorry for him. I think we both agreed that he kind of doesn't have the cattle or maybe the leadership personnel there for him, but he's moved on. I'm sure he'll get another gig down the, down the road. What's your, yeah. Any, any, any last comments, Christian? I'm, yeah. They're just a boring franchise, really. Like they just, uh, it'd be such a shame to be a young kid and, you know, you, your teams were West Tigers. Like, who, who, when you're kicking the footy out in the backyard, who, who do you pretend to be if you're a West Tigers supporter? Benji, maybe. Like, yeah, Benji. But, Paddy, you're six years of age, mate. Benji's True. Oh. well and truly retired, you know. Like, who, who, are, you, who are you emulating in that club? Yeah, Brooksy? Right. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> like, it's just, oh, they're just, it's a boring narrative, mate. I'm over-talking about it. They're a boring club. They play boring football. And Madge needed to go. They need a fresh start. They need, you know, an injection of... Quality players, which, you know, looks like they may get through Papali and who else have they got going there next year? Um, Appy. Appy's going to be massive for them, I reckon. Appy, you know, it's no coincidence that wherever Appy goes, the team benefits. So there's players there for them next year. And I think they really should just write this one off, put it on ice and come back in 2023, mate, and have a crack. Oh, well, good luck to Madge for his next endeavours. All right. It was within one day, 24 hours, another coach goes down the gurgler. Nathan Brown told the Warriors that he did not want to relocate to New Zealand long-term. He has still had one more year on his deal, but that came out the next morning. The Warriors have said, you go your way, we'll go our way. And he's been sacked or told to leave. I read reports just before, apparently he's going to retire from coaching now or head coaching. I don't take that with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah, club legend Stacey Jones to step in as interim coach for the rest of the season, right? What did you make of this situation for the Warriors? Because I want to dissect it a bit more after your opinion. Tell you what, aren't the Warriors just like one of the most hard done by clubs in the, in the league? Like, I haven't played, a home, haven't played a home game since fucking Jesus was a child. And everyone <laughs> seems to be walking out on them when it's time to pack up shop and go back to... like. People, you signed for the New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, look, they're playing up at, you know, Redcliffe or wherever it is at the moment, and it's all fucking grand. But you actually signed for the New Zealand, I'll say it again, New Zealand Warriors. If you didn't think it was going to happen at some point, you're an absolute fool. And this this goes for Brown too. Like, I can guarantee you right now, this sound, you know, I'll, I'll make the call. Brown probably thought to himself, and I have no doubts about this. If I manage to get something rolling at this club, I'll go back to New Zealand. 
But if shit's, shit's hitting the fan, I'll jump shit. Hmm. You can't tell me that that's, what, that's not what he was thinking, you know? That's I'll bad. ride it. I'm in, I'm in Australia still. If, if we start playing well, I'll, I'll invest more time into it over there. But, you know, it's just, I think it's poor from him. It's, it's, it's again, another unfortunate thing for the Warriors who, let's be honest, they've provided some very entertaining football through some very entertaining players over the years. And I hope Stacey Jones can get the boys to rally behind him. And, you know, that real been there, done that lead, leader, um, arguably their best ever to wear their jersey. So, I mean, let's hope that there's some more for the, the Warriors there because they've still got some bloody exciting players. Definitely. I just feel for them. Like, as you said, I think he's just taken the cheap way out. He knew. I'm pretty sure he's got a young, youngish family. You know. And we've, we, 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 we dived down this, um, this rabbit hole a few weeks ago, the whole Lodge situation. I'm not going to pull it all back up. But to my understanding, mate, apparently he got paid out his full deal, all the cash. So I think someone in the club has fucked up something or something's gone wrong. For him to ask for an immediate release, obviously going back to New Zealand stuff, we talked about that. And now he's playing club rugby, just park footy. Yeah, right. So there's got to be something deeper with this club. And I, as you said, I feel sorry for the fans, the players and the families, what they've been going through the last two years, two and a half years. They're finally going back to New Zealand in the, the next few weeks. I'm actually just pulling it up now. Was it July? July. Next month. July. Next so month. They're nearly there. And I feel like it's all just come crashing down. I think things were going really well when they had Peyton there for what he was the interim coach for the end of mm. last year or the year before, whatever that was. Yeah. 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 Gus was there. He kind of had at least some grassroots goals. Like this is, <laughs> I want to invest here. And then he had to leave or so-called leave because he couldn't get over how the world was and actually see, get his eyes on the product and see what's going on and be there firsthand and have an impact. You get Brown in players are leaving. It's a shit show. I feel sorry for so many people in this situation. And, I th- unfortunately, I think for Warriors fans and for this team, things are going to get a lot worse until they get better because I've got a bad feeling Walshy might be next. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, mate. I, I, again, I, I, you, you, you're preaching a lot of truth here, mate, and Walshy just seems to be one that if the results aren't there, that kid's going to go, oh, I, want to, I want to go somewhere successful because I've got a bucket load to offer. You know, did they, I think they've lost you and Aitken as well. He's been reinvigorated by that club. Let's be honest. You know, he went from centre to back row. Yeah, it's um, it's it a tough sucks. one. It sucks for him, definitely. Tavita Harris, another one, decides that he wants to, I don't know, write fucking books or something. I don't know. <laughs> wants to be an author, apparently. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Strange, 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 strange things going on with that club. But um, we'll see. My last bit of news, mate. Your best mate, our best mate from about three weeks ago, the chainsaw. The chainsaw from Rabina. <laughs> the Rabina chainsaw massacre himself. Relocating <laughs> to Redcliffe. I love it. Big J Wall, Jared Wallace signed with the Dolphins. Um mate, this I think we've we've, we've talked about this dolphin side a fair bit during this year, but their four packs look their four packs looking good. What do you make of this one, mate? <laughs> I'll tell you what, they've obviously seen his try scoring ability and thought, we need to fucking get this bike, eh? So, I'll tell you what, big j Look, he doesn't have many more Ks left in the legs, but he's certainly a good stopgap for at least the first season. Um, 
proven first grader. Got some rep footy on under him as well. Big unit. Great partner for Jesse Bromwich up front. Yeah. Um, I really like the signing, and I reckon they would have paid him pretty average, to be honest. Yeah. Um, knowing Bennett as well, I think they would have probably paid him unders, and he'd be more than happy to take it to prolong his career for one. How many years was the contract? It wouldn't be any more than two, surely. Two? Yeah. I didn't actually go that deep into it, mate. I can... Quickly pull it up now if you'd like. It wouldn't. I reckon it'd be. My guess it'd be two with the old player option of a third, depending on how he's going. Yeah. And yep. uh, yeah, the the um the chainsaw continues. It's the um, <laughs> it's the uh, epilogue. Right. I'm gonna have to get a um. Some of the listeners are probably thinking, "What the fuck are these folks talking about?" I'm gonna have to get a little clip up on the on the playbook and chime it in with our potty. And all I'll say is, it doesn't look like a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> I was wondering what the fuck was going on there, mate. I'll tell you what. That's an <laughs> odd-looking chainsaw there you got, J-Well, because yeah, we won't delve into what he what it looked like he was doing. Anyway. Mate, they do things a bit differently up north of the border. So. Apparently, mate. <laughs> Apparently. It's the right. altitude or something, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right, mate. Um, that's our news around the league. Any any other topics or things you wanted to touch base on and you're happy to keep rolling? Happy to keep rolling, mate. I, I think... Having a bet on the footy this week? Top this. Top Sport will give you $2 lines on all AFL, NRL and rugby matches. Plus much, much more. Top that. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Gamble responsibly. You know, leading into our tips for this week, I think, did I go three from four? Did we go three from four? We did. Uh, I'm reinvigorated after a week off. Um, I'm glad that we could still get a very, very good result. And yeah, I'm... Let's just jump straight into it. I'm going to say this three times. Things are going to change. Things are going to change. Things are going to change. With all of these lines, with all of these teams, I have no doubt. More, like particularly, more particularly some teams than others. So probably at the time of listening to this, take it into account, but take it with a grain of salt also because we are definitely going to have some late mail. Beautiful. As Christian said, last week, we took the week off. We relaxed. My family loved me again. I got to spend time with them. It's great. And we went three from four. So all you DJs out there that got involved, you're loving it. We can't, we don't stop. So we're back. We love a degenerate, don't we? Oh, mate. We love them. They love that's us. A, they that's love our them. target audience here with this segment. <laughs> all you little fucking cretins out there. We love you. You're our people. And I've got another good week for you here. Beautiful. So, as always, this segment is brought to you by Top Sport. All the top offers, all the top <laughs> odds, only at Top Sport. Use a top-up token and just be, respons- just be responsible. Have a good time and be responsible. So, Christian, mate, I'll let you fire away our best bet of the week. You've got the reins. And do you want to guide us through that one? We've gone exotic it's, again. We've gone exotic and it's just – it's mainly because – it's, it's difficult to get like value in some weeks with matchups and, you know, we can go, you know, we can try and mix things up and go some alternative lines, but I just, I want to give the people some, some juicy stuff with this bet, best bet this week. Um, we've gone Taolagi, Johnston, Cobo, Sivo, the big unit on the wing for power on his return. Uh, all anytime try scorers, little four-leg multi to you, you uh, dribblers at home, and it's eight dollars seventy-three. Huge. 
considering they're all paying like under two dollars, massive, massive odds. All have pretty favourable matchups as well, which is why I've chosen them. Is it right, Paddy, in saying that we might be worried about Cobbo backing up? If that is the case, the bet will be void. Yeah, so we'll have to watch that one, obviously, mate. Um, is that the whole bet will be voided or just that leg and then they'll reassess? Nah, unfortunately, it'll be the whole bet will be void. So that's all right. Um, I still think Cobbo plays. He didn't pick up any knocks or anything, and he's got a couple of days color. Like, Jesus, he's freaking. How old is he? 19? Yeah. Come on, mate. He'll be ready to go. Sharpen up. So, All yeah, $8.73, four-leg, best bet multi. Get on it, people. That's juicy as fuck. Murray Toralangi, Cowboys, Alex Johnson, <laughs> Rabbits, Selwyn, Cobo, a.k.a. Throbo from the Bronx, and Waikasevo, first game back in the NRL after that ACL injury, I believe, the mm-hmm. Parramatta Eels. So, strap yourself in. We're getting exotic. I think we've had two or th- three of these this season, and we've all... All of them are lost by one leg. We've been whipping them home, riding them. So, mate, I can feel something brewing. I can feel the energy. It's a long weekend again. This is this is the moment to shine. So, there's a bit of big dick energy in that, isn't there? Robbie, seventy-three. Love it, there. mate. All right, should we hit the weeklies? Let's go. No game on Thursday, but obviously we're recording Thursday now. Friday night, seven fifty-five PM. Only one game. The North Queensland Cowboys take on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. And we like the home side here, mate. Cowboys minus 12.5. I like it regardless. Um, if their origin players back up or they don't, I think Dearden comes straight back into the side. I love his ball running ability and what he does for the Cowboys there. They got it done last week without the boys. Got them back this week. Um, 12 and a half looks more than, more than um, favorable to them. I won't really touch anything more on that. I, I think um, my record's beginning to prove itself and I don't feel as though we need to justify it any much more than that. Like anyone who's been following along for the last five weeks knows the Cowboys have been coming up clutch. So let's just keep riding that. Yep. No, we're killing it. And off the top of the dome, we're just under 60% win rate for the year. We're starting to really get it together. So I've got one more, one little question for you here, mate. Well, just my opinion. I think Toddy Payton and this Cowboys side have just, they think they're up premiership contenders. So he hasn't named any, like I know it's on the extended bench. None of the origin players are named, but I think he's just got that mentality. These are the games we rest. We get like, they may, they may play the origin players, but I feel like he's got the mentality. We rest now. It's a long season. We're going to be primed, ready for finals football. Like, I feel like he's getting that Panthers understanding, Melbourne storm understanding, you know, because they've had a lot of origin players, Cotter, Holmes, yeah. even guys that were in the squad. Like, yeah. Mate, it's the Cowboys. They're a, they're a tough one because I I feel like they think that they were in that game, Penrith, and I you know mm. uh, they they probably they probably need a little bit more to sort of have to actually regard themselves as proper premiership contenders. They definitely are up there in terms of the um the table, but mm. yeah, there's a big divide there between one, two, and three. Like. Yep, that's fair. I just think you they've know, got that mentality. Yeah, they do definitely have that mentality, mate. They do, but whether it's warranted or not, I think sometimes that you know they can get a bit cocky. And definitely. I know the results, and they're getting the results and things like that. But there's results, and then there's you know winning premierships, and I think they'll get that that harsh reality hit them come September, mate. Beautiful. We'll see. See if they um see if their origin plays back up. Obviously, as you said, check the late mail. Most important week for that. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. So Cowboys minus 12.5. 
Saturday, 3 p.m., the Gold Coast Titans host the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and we like the Bunnies here at minus 6.5. Yeah, mate, minus 6.5 for the Bunnies against the Titans is pretty good, I think. I think the, the Rabbits will be raring to go. Um, I'll probably be looking to see if they actually play Murray and Cook because if they don't play either of those, I mean, it is the Titans still, I guess. And it's very, very hard to give them a plus. I think we gave them a start when they were sort of finding something and uh, it didn't end up well for us. So go on the safe play here. A lot of these are safe plays. You know, obviously, if you had to ask me, the minus tends to be the safe play. Have the better team chase the start rather than hope that the the, the poorer team can flog themselves home and keep us in it. Um, so, yeah, like last week, the Titans were pretty poor, mate. So, um, and they had a full squad of, oh, what, what they had Tino out, did they? And, um, yeah. Sorry, now they're missing um, Jaden Campbell. He's been ruled out for, I think, six that's to eight right. weeks. That... That's right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I think I think the Rabbits get that one done pretty convincingly, mate. <sighs> yep. It's going to be very interesting to see, as you said, Cookie and Murray, if they're out there playing 80 minutes, just flogging themselves to death that's going to be see how how they hold up but yeah keep your eyes peeled bunnies minus 6.5 cracking game 5 30 sydney cricket ground the sydney roosters take on the melbourne storm plenty of rivalry here plenty of history over the last four or five years we like melbourne here mate minus 4.5 how can you look past munster how can you look past him i mean He's just finding form and, you know, the, the, the Roosters haven't been convincing. So I think it's quite a generous minus line for how the Roosters versus the Storm have been playing. Um, Munster, Hughes, Harry Grant will no doubt be there. They all came out unscathed. So I'm looking to see Kapusi. I'm looking to see um, Munster replicate that origin form and have a field day against the Roosters and with only the... Four, four and a half start, which is pretty handy. It is, mate. It is. Do you think, like, what a, this is a bit off, off topic, I guess. What origin players would you expect to miss if people weren't going to back up? You reckon Teddy, maybe? He was. Yeah, I think Teddy. Give him a um, spell. I think Cleary. Yeah. I think Luai, um, potentially Martin, um, Murray. Yeah, they're probably. I don't really think anyone from, well, well Nanai probably won't back up for yeah. Queensland. Um, maybe even Cotter. Like you said, we'll go with what you said there, mate. And Peyton may rest his, his big boys. But yeah, that's pretty much who I think. I, I, I can see Munster wanting to play. I so, think so. Definitely. Yeah, he, he's very much an informed sort of player. Love it, mate. Yeah, as you said, the contract negotiations are still going on. He comes off these big games and then he just wants to keep rolling and stand up and prove himself. So, yeah, Melbourne. Exactly. Minus five, minus 4.5. All right, the Bronx at home, Suncorp. That's terrifying. Take on the Canberra Raiders. Broncos minus 4.5. Again, mate, it's another one of those generous minus lines. Like They're, they're flying. Mm. Carrigan, absolutely flying. Cobbo, flying. Gamble, flying. Walters. Well, I can, I can keep writing them off. Even Tamari Martin doing a role. Corey Oates could have played Origin himself. Um, they'll be without stags, obviously. I'm assuming. I don't know what, what, what the diagnosis was exactly on his shoulder. but I think it was a good. cork, just a cork, I think, which is yeah. strange. Yeah, he's that type of player. He just 
very robust. Mm. Um, yeah, very odd to watch at times. Um, a lot of limbs going everywhere, so I'm not surprised. Um, if it is just a cork, well, depending on how bad it is, mate, I, I'm not too sure. I think I think they sit out stags. But no doubt there'll be someone that can do a roll there, maybe Capewell into the centres or something. Um, minus four and a half is, is, is pretty good for the Broncos. Yeah, Reynolds back as well, or named at seven, so... Whew. Yeah, massive for them. Very interesting. See if our boy Jackie backs up and, yeah. Um, Jackie boy. Papa Lee here, he didn't play much last night, did he? He only played the no. first stint. Hey, um, interviewed Slater on the Channel 9 coverage and from what he was sort of indicating was that Papali was just going to lay a platform. He was, you know, he was just going to absorb that for the, the younger fellas and then sort of bring on the youth. And I thought that was a, that was a, a move beyond his years for Slater. You know, the old head there, big, big puppy, laying the platform, having a breather after 16 minutes or 16, 17 minutes, um, which isn't that too much. And it just worked great. He came on then late and started hurting them in defense. And yeah, a bit it of worked a treat. Worked a treat. Bronx minus 4.5. Roll on to Sunday, 2 p.m. The West Tigers take on the Manly Seagulls. And we like Manly minus 6.5 here. We spoke before the potty, mate. I really, you know, you really like their bench and he highlighted it to me and I couldn't agree more once again. Their bench is... Uh, well, the, yeah, I feel like they've taken... It's packed. Yeah. packed. They've taken on this... Uh, yeah, as we were talking off air, taking on this alternate. Like, I feel like they just want to start a game, 15, 20 minutes, just complete sets, grind. And then you've got the, the Dylan Walkers, the Schusters, the Tapows of the world. And, you know, there's a bit more flair and axe factor, a few more offloads around and hopefully break the game open. Yeah, you know, the momentum's with them. I know it was only against the Warriors, but we're sort of going against... Uh, they're, well, sorry, they're up against the West Tigers this week. And I think it'll just be much of the same. And six and a half again, another generous minus line. Like I don't see how Manly warrant that against um, a poor side like the Tigers um, after dusting the Warriors like they did. So foreign's back as well. Schuster can even play a, a better role, you know, not that starting 5-8 role that he played. And yeah, it's, it's a scary one for the West Tigers. Yep. And even if DCE doesn't back up, we saw it last week, Schuster into the six, as you just discussed, and Foran can lead the shit round. So, That's love right, it. 4 p.m., McDonald Jones Stadium, up at Newey. The Knights take on our boys, the Panthers. Big line, minus 16, mate, for our boys. Yeah, um, we're going to have to watch this one, I think. Uh, I can honestly see Cleary not playing, Blue Eye not playing. You know, we got the job done against the, uh, the Bulldogs, but the Knights are probably a step above uh, them. Ponga probably backs up, I think. Uh, sort of has to for how the Knights are going. And, yeah, if we lose both our halves, and well, I dare say Yo's going to be out after the controversy. I thought he was out cold. I thought that was a really bizarre call for how big they've been on it. And um, even Martin, with the amount of work that he got through, could be sitting out. I just don't think this, this game, when you're four points ahead on top of the ladder, this game doesn't really matter to you. I think I said last week on the podcast, we've actually already secured finals football. So do you really want to put in injured, tired players, mate? Yeah. You're locking that top four. That's all that matters at the end of the... Yeah. So I think if this this 16 line, I could easily go across to the Knights. Obviously, it's going to change a bit if those players are ruled out, but we'll see there, mate. Watch the late mail on that one. 
Did you hear last night what I was listening to the press conference as Freddie said when that first the first tackle of Origin, obviously the Yo incident, he said, Oh, our TVs were playing up. I opened the box. I didn't actually see it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've just lost touch with the game in regards to the independent doctor and how things have gone. It's just yeah, I I don't actually have any comments on it. I just I don't know where it's we're going. It's not very consistent, is it? It's not very consistent at all. It's it's all over the shop. I think yeah. we've already touched on that. You know, yeah. but gets kicked in the nuts and gets given a HIA and then You've got Isaiah Yo freaking doing the chicken dance and fucking no one, no one even gives you shit. Yeah, it's ridiculous, mate. We didn't talk about this on Origin. Just one question for you, KP. What did you think last night? I I totally forgot. Oh, yeah, what did you think of him last night, mate? He was he he was put, like he did his role. He's just uh, unfortunately he's much he's in the same bracket as Addo Car. He's in the same bracket as um Burton. You just play at these shit clubs and it's very, very difficult to shine to your potential. And yep. yeah, he had some great touches, mate. He's a classy player. We know this. We went, we've never, I've never been on the bagging out Kalen Ponga bandwagon. I'm just, I just think he's electric. He's an X factor. Um, I would have had him at the Dolphins in a heartbeat. Yeah, definitely. That's the thing, mate. My last comment to that actually, because we didn't talk about it in origin. I, I don't understand people that you call him inconsistent, whatever. I've talked about it a million times, but on the biggest stage, arguably Origin, when he turns it on, it has these nice touches. Like you're eating your own words. It, it, it hurts a lot of people, unfortunately. But mm. people have their own opinions, I guess. So we roll on. Six fifteen on a Sunday, long weekend. We love it. The Warriors. We've touched base on them, and they're facing a minus sixteen point five line against the Sharkies <laughs> here, mate. Cronulla. Not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> they need more against Cronulla. They're going to need more. Um, 16 and a half, minus 16 and a half, sorry, to the Sharkies. It's it's generous for how it's all going there at the Warriors. Um, sack coach, dusted the week before by Manly, and I've got Sharkies much, much better side than Manly this season, so I don't really have to say any more on that. Yep, love it, mate. Monday, Adacore Stadium, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs take on the Parramatta Eels, minus 15. Point five for power. You know, my notes literally just say it. It's the Bulldogs. I mean, they're off for nothing. They couldn't even beat an arguably second grade Penrith team. And I know that they probably showed some some signs there. Burton arguably has probably the best kicking game in the comp at the moment. Um, but they just can't get it done. They just don't have enough. They don't know leadership there. And that goes for the coaching staff and the players on the on the um on the field. You know, if you're looking at Josh Adokar to lead a team around the paddock, you're absolutely kidding yourself. Like that bloke, he's not leadership qualities. He's, you know, a team joker that is good for morale. Yeah, good energy. My last comment, just Eels fans, I'm harsh on you. You're harsh on me. I'm going to give you all the respect and the credit in the world. You've got Sevo back now. You've got your Neocoras in the back row of lane. Papa Lee, he's at lock. Your bench is fired up. You've got an origin player on the bench, Madison, Kafusi, Nathan Brown's there. Makatoa, Moses Brown are killing it, arguably the most informed half in the comp, Dylan Brown on fire. This is your year. I've said it all along. I'm going to not believe in you, but I'm going to give you every chance this year, all right? Prove it to me. This is your last roll of the dice. Prove it to me. Show me something. I'm going to leave it at that. There's no excuses now. It's all in. Prove it to me. That's love it. That. I love that. That's good aggression. Uh, you, you Paris supporters, uh, if you didn't feel that aggression, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Unless you name Jacob Arthur. Mate, they've got all their players back. Anyway, 
Uh, let's go. Let's go. You can't Another stop week. him. You can't stop him. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Oh. All right, mate. Do you want to wrap it up with your little segment? The famous? I feel like I've been a little bit sort of, not hard, but they've been a real, like really difficult to digest these questions. And I'm keeping it in with the theme. And I actually saw a, another podcast sort of, sort of mention it and it irks me a little bit but it you know at the same at the same time it's fucking true unfortunately why don't new south wales get origin football where do we go wrong we we always have good cattle like we haven't okay we haven't had as good a cattle as queensland particularly in the spine you know up until recent years why is it that when the chips are down, we can never freaking seem to get anything going, but Queensland just rally? Maybe it's as simple, or not even as simple. Maybe it's just we've got too much cattle at the moment. There's too much politics. There's too much outside noise. I don't know. Maybe the old, all the old Queensland greats, or obviously the ones from the eight in a row, they're all in the coaching staff, essentially. Well, the big dogs are. GI was there at training. Slater, Smith, JT. Maybe they just, it's there. It's built in them. Maybe that's just, you know what I mean? Maybe wait, we just wait. don't understand that. Maybe we don't have that, not cutthroat. It's, it's fair, mate. It's a fair assumption. Because they just seem to care about it more. Like it. You know, like you said, you mentioned that their greats come into camp and, you know, even greats from yesteryear, like, you know, Meninga was like, he's always sniffing around. You've got Gilmeister, you've got all these big, big, you know, players of the Origin Arena, Wally Lewis, the list goes on. And then you sort of look at our camp and you're like, who's, who's, in, who's there for us? Mm. Is John's in there helping out? No, like, you know, like, oh, I don't really know. I don't really tend to see much of, do we lack camaraderie? Like, is it because we don't pick and stick? Um, yeah, that's a tough that's, one, mate. It is. Even um, the great Wayne Bennett, I believe, was in the Queensland corner behind Billy Slater, you know, helping him out in the background, little things like that, just giving him advice. It's, it's glaringly obvious. It's, as, as, as this has gone on and the eight in a row and the, the golden era of origin football for Queensland has sort of come and gone, it still remains like it doesn't matter how good our team is. We just, we never seem to be the team that like rallies and comes back from a trial two down. Arguably we did come up a meter short last night. Mm. Spectacular comeback. If you know, we had to manage to get free, you know, it's just, yeah. Last night was a perfect example. We were all over that first 15 minutes. We were all over them. You know, they had a couple of chances too. And nah, we rocked up and we bashed them. You know, we tried to make a point on Cobbo. Welcome to freaking Origin. Cop this in your guts. Mm. You know, but and just they, they just seem un, to be. You can't phase them. It's it's one. It's a question that I always ask myself, and I can never ever seem to put my finger on it. Do we just? I don't know. Do, does New South Wales have bigger issues? I, I it's a really it's one that annoys me because I, I can't disagree with any Queenslander when they say that they just get Origin and they care mm. about Origin more. You know, is it is it maybe because they don't get as much football? Are we too spoiled down here? Yeah, more more Sydney clubs for sure. More Sydney clubs. More do, is it because we get the grand final? We get the you know the 
the bulk of the of the of the final series. Mm. I don't know, like it's it's it just it, I'm looking for answers at times with that, and because I certainly don't question our boys when they come back and play for Penrith, they've they've got the ticker. Mm. Well, I think you, you can break it down, and obviously it's the loyalty, the pick and stick, like. Last year, Ponga got named, and I don't think he played the first game or two like he was injured. And regard, I've, I've talked about Ponga a million times. I'm not going to break it down him specifically, but Teddy's obviously our captain. He's going to get picked. But I doubt the Blues would pick Ponga with the form he's been or the narrative around him being over. You know what I mean? Like, they just pick and they believe in their guys. It's simple. Like, little things like that. Holmes, I think those little things. I think those little things, exactly right, mate, are a big, big thing. Like. Kalen yeah. Ponga was no no chance of playing those first two games, but he was still named. No, he's our guy. He's our guy. You're not you're not changing our mind. Whereas we seem to sit here and sulk and go, "Oh, Cleary, this, Luai, that," you know, blah blah blah. And it's like, I don't that's hear any thing. of that coming from from Queensland. That's the thing, mate. We're fucking maybe turncoat's not the right word, but we're just fucking bitch and whine. Ah, oh, Cleary, Luai, this, ah. Oh. I just don't get it. Just back no, the no. fucking boys. This is going to be your number seven for the next 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Monster has yeah. bad games throughout series or, you know, like he just the big games. He steps up. Like they just back him. They love him. Even if he has, a, goes missing in a game, they got flogged last year, Queensland in the series. And he comes back first game on the road. First fucking packed house at a core stadium in years. Yep. He rips yep. the fucking skin off it. He embarrasses us. Yeah, Exactly. They love these big moments. That, oh yeah. yeah. Exactly, mate. Exactly. And yeah, to your question, I can't put my finger on it because there's so many different factors, but I guess you just come to the conclusion that they just understand origin football better than us or it means more to them. Like, you know, you look at what it meant to Carrigan and how he played and you look at Holmes who we were bagging at the start of the season That's and, you know, he's popping up, doing a job. DCE, he's past it. You know, hasn't been playing well for Manly. All of a sudden, he's taken on the line, getting his head through the line. You know, he's everywhere. Just missed a forty twenty. Mm. Um, you know, it's um, you know, and then you, you, they they seem to inject these players like Cotter, and they've just got this conveyor belt when it comes to origin of of players being able to step up, like Lindsay Collins. Like we called for Collins you know, potentially getting it, getting named. Like, I don't think he was in, in our team, so to speak, but well, he was definitely spoken of. Mm. And he comes in and brains it. That's a great game. 12 runs, 133 metres off the bench. Massive. Impact. Massive. And we get fucking Junior Paulo five runs for 33 metres. Like, yeah. I, they just said to him, mate, play direct. Here's your fucking role. Get it done. Credit and I to guess Billy Slater, mate. Credit to Billy Slater. That's the thing as well. It's it's the the personal around them, and they just all buy in. But I guess a perfect guy is probably Ben Hunt as well. Been there, done that. Doesn't even play hooker for his club. Comes in and does a role. He's been. I've said it before on podcasts. I think the last three years he's been their best player. Won the Queensland Player of the Series award twice. Like they just buy in and they get it. They know what's yeah. required. Yeah. Maybe maybe a nice little conclusion for me is. They just feel the connection with their state, their people, just who they're representing and what it's about. Just that whole state. They feel like it's on their back. And maybe it's just the connection. It's as simple as that. They just feel emotionally and yeah, it's more than just lacing up the boots. 
I guess I'll leave it I'll leave it at that, mate. It's a um, yeah, a, a really sort of interesting topic that I'd like to be able to one day put me finger on because you know you and I have definitely both grown up in an era that's been all but dominated by Queensland and mm. we've managed to get an odd series here and there and it just feels like at the moment we're not doing ourselves any favors with selection choices and the fucking bitching and whinging about our players like you know I hope everyone eats their words I know we're Penrith supporters but what you're seeing with Nathan Cleary is not going to be replicated for a very long time and you know He's a very, very, very good player. That's that's my thing. That's a nice little, nice little point. So, what happens if we win game two, and then he goes up there? He doesn't know. Not not even the man of the match. Just has a good game, kicks to the corners, and we we win. Someone else splits the game open, plays fantastic, but clearly is solid. People, are, oh, that was excellent from him. What a kicking game, classy. We hmm. just maybe loyalty. They just yeah. It's such a good question. Maybe we'll be able to talk about this over the next five weeks, mate. After after the series or during the series, we can talk about little focal points that really you thought impacted the series or the game where it was, yeah. I like yeah. that. That was good, mate. Well, I'll be definitely looking for some, um, you know, some sort of substance to our footy over the next two games yeah. to sort of prove that, you know, I think, you know, I'll give, um, you know, who made that try-saving tackle late last night? Oh. Uh, Campbell it? Gillard, you know? Yeah. More of that from our boys, and you know I'll be keeping a close eye on it, and I'm sure there's examples of it out there. I think Yo made a similar tackle last year. We've just got to start rocking up for each other, and and sort of fighting fire with fire on this front of Origin football, which is you know just personified by the Queensland way of playing and how they approach it. So yeah, yeah, mate, another good question. Spot on, brah. Another great week on the playbook. As always, our best bets of the week, last drinks, all the news and origin. We've yeah, plenty of origin chat this week. Um, any last comments, bro? Anything to plug in? Anything to look forward to? Obviously, the late mail. Best late bet. mail, mate. Yeah, the best bet. Lock it in. Late mail, obviously. Please look out for it. Have the night off tonight. Let's get another good, solid performance under our belts, mate, and just keep charging. Let's keep this train rolling, bro. Christian, my man, appreciate your time as always. And let's do it. Enjoy round 14, I believe. We're up to round 14. Cheers, mate. Right. See you, bro. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playable. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page at Paddy's Playbook. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go.